0: Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding, and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. The first year of parenthood can be challenging on a number of levels. Days can blur into each other as you adjust to a different kind of reality. Your relationships shift and change with the new life that has become the centre of your world. Ellie Taylor is a relationships counsellor and author of Becoming Us, a book that guides couples through the experience of becoming parents, and there's also a website and lots of work involved on that website to help new parents. Hi Ellie, how are you?
1: I'm really well, Siobhan, how are you? Thanks so much for having me back. It's great to talk again.
0: It's my pleasure. How would you describe that first year of parenting?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> how would I describe that first year of parenting? Okay, so how I would describe it is that couples often think they're heading for, you know, like a specific destination that they've got in mind, you know, somewhere that they've always wanted to go, that they're really looking forward to being there. Um, And we do sort of tend to have this bon voyage culture of parenthood, and then they often end up not where they think that they're going to be, and it's more like survivor. (laughs) So that's how I would describe it, you know, thinking that you're going to a tropical island and you can't wait to get there and it's all going to be wonderful and you're going to love it and you end up, I don't know, on a mountaintop in Switzerland instead or the middle of a jungle or whatever and, you know, you look at your partner and start arguing and
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is is a very good description.
1: Survival mode, yeah.
0: Talk me through that. Why is that so challenging for couples? Because I guess the assumption is that when you have a partner by your side, that the workload is halved, that you can get through things easier. Why does that challenge become so hard for parents?
1: I think one of the things that's really hard for parents is like the difference between their expectations of what they think life is going to be like when they are a family and the reality of it. And, you know, I go back to this Bon Voyage culture mentality you know, we celebrate parenthood, you know, we throw parties and we buy gifts and it's, you know, we we celebrate it. Um, But the reality for most parents is that that first year particularly is really, really stressful. So there's all these, you know, like lifestyle changes and um, financial pressures and big decisions and conflicting advice and steep learning curves and this real, you know, kind of sense of responsibility. And, Because parents aren't prepared for the stresses that those of us who've got kids know are perfectly normal and perfectly common and everybody's, you know, going through the same thing, but because they don't know about these stresses and don't know how to prepare for these stresses, stress can do really awful things (laughs) to people and to their relationships. And so I get a lot of couples or I hear from a lot of couples that think that, or, or who are worried that their relationships changed since they had a baby or that they've changed or that their partner's changed, not recognising that both they and their partner are going through challenges and often multiple challenges and often multiple big challenges in a fairly short space of time and you know probably both just sort of struggling through or in some cases not coping. So when parents aren't coping, it's going to impact on their relationship. And a lot of the things that I hear mums complain about their partners in the first year of parenthood, I know are signs of the partner not coping. And so signs of, you know, that couple, those parents
0: um, and that partner needing extra help. So is there a way of avoiding that dissonance between what people hope for and where they end up? I think sure if parents
1: before they um have their baby can talk to friends um who've got you know young babies and just say to them look I want you to be really honest with me, you know, like I want you to tell me, I want to know, you know, what's what's most stressful for you so that I can prepare for it. And in and in most cases we can prepare for the stresses. That's that's the crazy thing, you know, like it's it's like the world's worst kept secret you know it's 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 really like the world's worst kept secret that parenthood is stressful but you can prepare for the stresses I was lucky my best friend had her baby six weeks before I did so I got to see because I was really involved um I was at her her baby's birth and I was really involved in the first six weeks um so I really got to see what she was struggling with and and you know what the survivor, you know, aspect of it was really like. And so I think that probably helped me in some way. But, you know, I would also encourage parents, if their hospital offers antenatal classes, to find out what the content of those antenatal classes are. Is it just, you know, the birth and basic baby care, which is great and really important, but you're going to have a team there to manage the birth and the basic baby care stuff actually isn't all that difficult you know you can you can figure that out but do they cover preparation for parenthood Um, do they cover things like you know what are the what are the normal and common stresses are there ways that we can uh, prepare for those stresses and how do we manage those stresses as a team because we know from from research that if couples can manage those stresses as a team that it will make their relationship stronger, that they'll adjust more easily to becoming parents and that they'll find it more enjoyable. But also that the opposite is true, that if they don't know how to manage those uh, stresses as a team, it can, in a lot of cases, um, cause further relationship problems down the track and also increase both mums and dads or parents' risk for mental health issues like anxiety or depression which are actually
0: really more common than most people realize. You mentioned there that it's like the worst kept secret that parenthood can be can be stressful. I feel like another thing that seems to be obvious but nobody talks about in this particular period is the social expectations on gender. So my husband and I uh, were always very equal in the home and we are now as well. But when our babies were very small, I think we both, possibly through sleep deprivation or being hit by all the things that come with being a new parent, I think we just slipped into these old-fashioned gender stereotypes that not only would I be the one doing the majority of the care for the baby when, because they needed me so much, but also that I would somehow know what I was doing because I was a woman. I don't know if you see that in in the relationships, that, in the couples that come to you, but that kind of burden of um, both that I took on subconsciously and that I think those around me took on subconsciously ended up being a stress for our relationship.
1: All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. So it's one of the most common things that you know present in it to a counsellor for help so I think it's kind of like a bit of a divide and conquer mentality like this you know like it's so overwhelming that first year those first months those first weeks is so overwhelming and such a challenge that I guess we kind of gravitate to doing what we think we might be able to do best or what we already know so if say in a traditional relationship you know often dads work harder because they feel that that's how they can contribute most to their family. You know, they feel the burden of being the the provider and the protector, if you like. And so, you know, they'll, they'll work harder. But then that takes away, you know, from the couple relationship and from dad's, um, you know, or partner's involvement with the baby and also sort of sets up a, a divide in both parents' experience of, you know, what they have to cope with. So it can leave both partners feeling kind of isolated and alone because let's say, you know, you've got mum at home and she's feeling like she's doing it all and doing it all on her own and not having enough support, but he feels like he's, you know, got the financial burden and that can be really isolating for him too. So this is part of the problem. Like the stresses of parenthood tend to have a way to cause both a power struggle between new um, parent couples and also a divide in their experiences and, you know, their priorities. So, you know, 92% of couples, I hope this is reassuring for everybody that's listening, <laughs> 92% of couples have increased conflict wow. in their first year of family.
0: So if
1: you're arguing more or feeling more distant from your partner, it's absolutely normal. Most couples are. This is why it's the world's worst, best-kept secret. You know, like most couples are struggling to some degree. Most couples have got more differences that they have to negotiate. Most couples are arguing more. They're sleep-deprived, they're stressed, and it's hard for them to understand each other's perspective if they are approaching it. Parenthood from different perspectives, you know, like if one's doing all the home baby care stuff and the other one's doing all the financial decision making and earning the money sort of stuff. So yeah, it's really, really common, really, really common, but it's, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem for all of us because it is like undermining the stability of, of a family when we get into power struggles with a a partner or we start to grow apart from them. And that's probably the two biggest things that couples
0: come into counselling for. If you find yourself in that position now and you you haven't had the conversation before, you've had your baby, but perhaps you're listening now thinking, wow, yeah, that's definitely me. We are definitely on completely different levels when we're looking at what's happening with this family. How do you break that cycle? How do you recalibrate so that you are more together as a couple, supporting each other, enjoying the experience together together? As opposed to being so far apart.
1: Yeah, sure. So the first step is to stop blaming your partner for everything that's going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's often the first thing that we have to talk about is like, you know, of, often we blame our partner because we can see that our partner's, you know, acting like an idiot or, you know, or, or being difficult or not being supportive or whatever. It's really easy to focus on the partner as being the problem, not recognizing that they're probably doing their best to cope with their own stresses. And it's and it's really tricky because, you know, when you think about it, like the amount and the degree and how rapid the changes are, often it's the mum or the stay-at-home carer that's going through like massive life changes in absolutely every single aspect of her life and can wonder whether she's ever going to get back to being some, you know, semblance of what her normal was before she had the baby. And it's really hard for us to um, sympathize with our partners. And I I know that this was the case for me when I was a new mum too, because his life didn't change as much as mine did.
0: You know, mm. like
1: his relationships didn't change as much as mine did. His stress relief didn't change
0: as much as mine, mine had to. You he know, could it, leave the house when he wanted to. He could escape,
1: you know. He yes. could just get out. He could escape whenever he wanted to and he did. Um, not that I have issues about that still but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> so, you know, but we do. We tend to blame our partners And we tend to focus because focusing on something that we think that we have control over is one way of coping, you know. So we focus on them as being the problem. We we can try to control them as a way of coping with everything that actually is more the survivor stuff that we talked about before. So it's a common way of trying to get control over a situation that actually that's probably one of the worst things that you could do because then that just adds to the problem. So stop blaming your partner, recognize that you're both dealing with something that's big and overwhelming and confusing and way too much, you know, that any one person or any one couple could cope with. And then start to approach things as a team. And there's lots of ways that couples can, can do that. I guess the big issue for me, um, so my background's in emotionally focused Counseling, so different counselors might have different ways of approaching this. But for me, as an emotionally focused um, uh, counselor, the biggest thing is staying connected to your partner. Hmm. I, I find that when I'm connected to to my my partner, I can cope with anything.
0: You know, yes.
1: like as long as I feel like he's got my back, like he cares, like I can go to him for comfort, I can cope with anything. But it's when I feel like he's not there for me he's preoccupied with his own stuff or he doesn't care for whatever reason that I come undone that is my co- coping mechanism my main coping mechanism is to feel connected to my partner so when I was working with couples it would be about reestablishing the connection between them everybody talks about communication but for me connection doesn't have to be verbal it doesn't have to be about talking it just is a knowing that my partner cares and has my back and it might just be taking a couple of extra moments to hug for a little bit longer or making eye contact or just checking in with my partner how are you doing sending a text message how's your day you know these tiny little things that can be so easy to overlook but also so easy to do is really the beginning of finding your way back to your partner and once you find your way back to your partner So I think visually, instead of turning away from them and moving away from them, it's turning towards them and moving closer to them. And, you know, that's a whole pathway that I describe in Becoming Us. So it's about moving closer to each other and approaching everything, the joys, the frustrations, the challenges as a team and supporting each other through that. And the great thing, the flip side of what we've spoken about is that when you can do that, you're on a different path, you're on a shared path. And you can really take your relationship to a whole new level. You know, I've experienced and worked with hundreds of clients through that, that you don't build foundations for a family by avoiding the challenges, but by going through them as a team. And once you've been through a few of them, and and we have been, um, you know that you can cope with anything. You kind of get into this groove where it's like, okay, here we go again. COVID, no brainer. You know, yes. like we've been yeah. through worse. We can we can cope with COVID. You know,
0: like it's it's really reassuring. I think that's a beautiful spot to end this interview on. I know there's more we could be talking about, but I will direct people to your website and your book. Ellie, thank you so much for your time today.
1: My pleasure, Siobhan. Lots to talk about. (laughs) There is. We need to talk. We need to talk. It's really important. I I appreciate you because it's really important to talk about this stuff. You know, families are flailing because they don't know that what they're having to cope with is normal and that there are ways to cope. So I I, I would really love for people. to know that.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Ellie. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Ellie Taylor. She's a relationships counsellor. You can find out more about Ellie and her book, Becoming Us, in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.